and welcome to the first episode of the Dweebcast. Uh, this is your host, Jake. I uh, hope everybody's having a good week so far. Uh, this is the first episode of the Dweebcast, uh, giving the whole podcast thing a shot. Uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, I also have a website, uh, www.thedweebjar.com. Go check it out. It's uh, full of some video game writings, some video game criticisms, and uh, that's kind of the goal of this podcast, is uh, to talk about video games, and more than that, just uh, kind of dweeb culture in general, uh, discussing movies, comics, technology as a whole. My background is uh, ripe with dweeb things and nerd culture. I grew up playing point-and-click adventure games on my dad's lap as a kid and kind of have just been playing video games and having an interest in technology ever since. Uh, Ended up working in IT, and that's where I find myself now, neck-deep in computers all day. I love it. So let's go ahead and move into uh, the topics of this week. Uh, I know for me personally, it has been a hot one. We've had temperatures in the near to 100 degree weather uh, in the upper 90s. I don't know about most of you, but when it gets up to 100 degrees, that just doesn't seem like a good idea to go outside. That, when it's 100, that is not good. Uh, And to top things off, we have had the AC go out in one of our vehicles, so uh, it has been quite interesting. Uh, Also, this past week was Amazon Prime Day. Uh, For anyone who's a Prime member on Amazon, uh, like myself, uh, you had access to their sales that were going on. Supposedly, it was more sales than Black Friday. That's how they were billing it. They had so many advertisements running for this. They really built it up. Everyone was losing their minds about it. Even Walmart decided to have a sale to combat Amazon's Prime Day. They were expecting end-of-days sales. Uh, What happened was a big old wet fart uh, because it was a total bust. The, I mean, if you were looking for really crummy phone cases, then that was your day. Uh, Because they had hundreds of just cheap, ugly phone cases on sale. And that seemed to be the bulk of their sale for that day. The only thing that I saw, and that I just barely got, was a computer case for the gaming PC that I'm currently building. It's a Corsair Obsidian Series 750D. I had just gotten back from a client site, and I checked my computer, because I had been checking it all day, just on the off chance that things turned around and got better. Logged on, pulled it up, checked it out, saw that it was on sale. I wanted to grab it, because anything that was in my wish list for my computer, I wanted to make sure I got it while it was lowest price possible. So I... Uh, click the button, and sure enough, 100% claimed. So I tried the 
adding to their digital wish list. Got my name on there. Waited a second, refreshed the page. It had dropped down to 97% claimed. Threw it in my cart, bought it. So that was my one purchase for Amazon Prime Day, and it was a pretty good one. I was pretty happy about it. Um, I've been wanting to get my case for a while, and I got lucky and it dropped. So I was hoping to get some more uh, pieces for my for my build, but I'll take what I can get. Uh, so I'm I've now got my CPU, a uh, Intel i5, uh, my case that I just bought, and uh, NVIDIA GTX 970. So I'm on my way. Uh, I'm not there yet, but I am getting there. So this is a podcast about video games. Let's talk about video games. Uh, I would say the video game that I have played the most recently and have thought about the most while I'm at work is Rocket League. This seems to be the game that everyone's talking about. It's, it sounds so simple when you hear someone talk about it. It's soccer with rocket cars. But as soon as you play it, it's got that hook. It, it feels almost like the first time that I played Rogue Legacy on my PS Vita. Such a simple game. But the moment you boot it up and just start playing, it's got that addictive, simple, repetitive formula just down pat. It, it is so much fun. And something that I've noticed that I, I really didn't expect was that it's actually really fun to watch others play it. Uh, I found myself pulling it up on Twitch and just watching others play. And it really didn't come as too much of a surprise to me to see that uh, this game is going to be played competitively. Uh, where it's actually been added to the uh, oh, I'm blanking on the name right now, the ESL. Um, and so this is going to be you know, actually played in in competition. And I gotta say, I would totally watch this. If real sports were like this, I would watch more. Uh, it, the, the second that soccer adds an exploding soccer ball as soon as someone gets a goal, give me a call. I will be there in the stands, ready and waiting. Until then, I'm just going to stick with Rocket League because it is great. I, I, I can't say enough good things about it. So much fun. And... If you have a PlayStation 4 and you have PlayStation Plus, it's free. So if you happen to have that and you haven't downloaded this, be sure you do. It is fantastic. Uh, when If you happen to miss it or if you are just on PC, it's available on Steam. And as soon as it is off of PS Plus this month, uh, it's going to be $20 on both platforms. So even then, I think it is totally worth $20. Uh, besides that, another game that I picked up last week, uh, which it seems like everyone has been talking about, kind of like Rocket League, uh, but in a different context, is Her Story. Uh, I really didn't know what this game was, <laughs> other than, you know, I had seen some screenshots and stuff, and it looked like you just were at a computer looking at a computer and typing in words to pull up videos. And that is actually kind of what it is. Uh, you basically play as a uh, cop who is investigating this 
murder case, this old murder case. And all the dialogue from all the videos has been transcribed. Uh, but as far as I understand, the database that housed the videos has been scrambled. And so you're going through and looking up these videos and trying to piece together uh, what happened to this guy, Simon, who was, mur who was murdered. Uh, that's not a spoiler. That It starts off like that. Uh, you start up the game, and it pulls up the database um, search program. And the first word you have is murder. So you can kind of go from there. Uh, the way it works is you search a word, and it pulls up the first five videos that contain that word. So if you happen to search for the word the it's probably going to pull up a hundred and something videos, but you're only going to see the first five. So you really have to get creative about how you do your searches so that you can keep figuring out what's going on. And I've got to say, that story is far more interesting than I anticipated. I, I had heard a lot of people talk about how great it is, but he, you really don't know until you start playing it. it it's I, I can't really say anything about the story without spoiling a lot of it. Uh, so all I can say is you should really play it. It's $6 on Steam. You know, I I don't know how long it's going to take me to play it, to finish it, but I've enjoyed my time with it already, and I'd say it's definitely worth $6 so far. And uh, a pro tip, if you want to call it, is that there's an option to turn off the screen glare. I think is the the term that they use for it in the options. Basically, it makes it to where it doesn't look like a CRT monitor anymore, and it takes out the, uh, you can kind of see like the glare from, from fluorescent bulbs in the police department. It turns all that off, and it just looks like a flat computer screen. I would not play like that, uh, because every now and then you kind of get the, uh, Metroid Prime explosion scene Samus's face effect where as soon as you kind of stumble on a uh, juicy part of the story the lights will kind of flicker and you see your character's face it's, it's, it's a really cool thing and it kind of helps point you towards important keywords in videos um, you'll watch something and see that little flash and notice hey uh, something important was in there, I, I need to pay attention to that. So I would definitely recommend playing it with that. And, and really just the sound effects in this. It, it takes place in the 90s. And just tapping on, typing on the keyboard, it sounds like you're typing on an old keyboard from the 90s. It it really nails the atmosphere. And it great, great job. And the third thing that I've been playing that I have continued to play, I will continue to play until I beat it, I will not give up, is Bloodborne. I had gone a while without playing this. Old Edna had just been hanging out in the hunter's dream, not doing anything, but then I picked it up and I decided I am getting Ludwig's Blade. Now, for those of you who are a little confused about the fact that I just talked about Old Edna, Old Edna is my character that I created in Bloodborne. She's an older woman, but...
but she has slain many a foe. Uh, so far, I have made it through Central Yarnum, through Cathedral Ward, and Old Yarnum. I've killed the Cleric Beast, Father Gas Gascoigne, I don't know how to pronounce that, and shoot, what was the last one? The Bloodstarved Beast. So I've made it through all those. And I made it through all of the Cathedral Ward, and I uh, actually accidentally discovered Yar-Ghoul, I believe is the name of it. Uh, there's a... There's an enemy in Bloodborne that if you happen to die to it, if they kill you, it actually plays a little cutscene, and you uh, end up in a different part of the map. I, I won't spoil too much, but it, it's it was unexpected and a, a pretty cool little little thing. So, but um, and after making it through Old Yarnum and the Cathedral Ward, I ventured out, and I am now in Hemwick Grove. Uh, I just that was the last thing I did. Uh, I had just discovered that, and um. Right before I did that, I had my first bout of grinding. I had kind of hit a point where I had just, you know, I had been leveling up as I could, just kind of going through the game, beating a boss, leveling up, just from, you know, killing the guys in the level and progressing. I just leveled up as I could. But I really wanted Lud Ludwig's Blade. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically a long sword that uh, can also go inside of a much larger blade. So in its normal, just regular quick form, it's just a long blade. But you transform it, and oh man, it is a two-handed greatsword. And it is fantastic. So I decided I really wanted to get that. It is 20,000 yeah, 20,000 Blood Echoes. So I made several passes through Old Yarnum. And, you know, in some games, the grinding is just... I, I just can't do it. it. It's just not fun. Even when you put some music on and kind of zone out and do it, it, it just kind of loses the... I, I don't know, it just, it just doesn't work. Like, Destiny... If you're playing that by yourself and you're just trying to level up, it's just not fun. Now, if I am playing online with a friend, totally I can do that, but just by yourself. But Bloodborne, that was fine. Uh, it probably has something to do with the fact that I didn't do it for too long. But, uh, you know, I put my headphones on and turned on Pandora, Hannibal Burris station and just listened to some comedy while I wailed on some werewolves and old Yarnum, and uh, I got to my 20,000, and went and bought Ludwig's Blade, and lo and behold, I did not pay attention to the requirements. <laughs> so, I had it, but I couldn't use it. So, I had to go back to grinding, <laughs> and eventually got enough blood echoes to upgrade my strength to a point where I could actually use it. And then I was actually using Ludwig's Blade. And I gotta say, one thing I didn't anticipate was it is not so great 
uh, as in its just regular sword form. I've been using it primarily in its stronger greatsword greatsword form, and that's that's really where I found it to be most effective. It's slower, which is kind of a drawback, especially with how quick enemies are in Bloodborne. But especially in the later parts of Cathedral Ward, I really had to get back into dodging, getting out of the way, and choosing my attack moments. And so since I had already kind of gotten back into the groove of that, where I wasn't so much, I wasn't so over-leveled compared to the enemies that I was actually having to uh, play the game, you know, the way that they kind of have designed it to be played and dodging and quick movements, that when I started using the slower greatsword attacks, I was already kind of in the rhythm. So it just kind of worked out. And uh, man, that thing is powerful. It is really fun to use. So I, I got Ludwig's Blade, and I've made it to Hemwick Grove. Uh, or is it Lane? A- anyway, wherever it is. Uh, and what's cool is, this is the first part of the game that I've seen that is not in a city. Uh, I really wasn't sure if it was ever going to get out of cities. Um, I This is the fifth section that I've seen now. And, uh, yeah, fifth. And the four before were, were all cities. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the design of the game. I think it's fantastic. It's got that creepy gothic architecture look to it. But, um, you know, you kind of start seeing the same stuff over and over. And while it still looks great, you just kind of want a little bit more. So uh, as soon as I made my way out of the city, oh, man, I was eating it up. It, it looks great. My my only, the only flaw that I see with it is that I've noticed that in this new area with, gra- which, by the way, it's kind of like a foresty, grassy area. Um, my only complaint is that the enemies kind of fade in with the environment. Uh, you know, I could, I could totally see uh, the designers doing this on purpose to just make the game hard because everything else about the game is hard but um yeah i I would just prefer to it's really not even that it bothers me that it's hard to see the enemies i I don't really mind getting attacked out of the blue or anything like that it's that i don't like that i can't see the enemy uh designs as well I, i think the the look of the enemies in the game is fantastic and it's one of my favorite things i love getting to a new area and seeing what the new enemies look like and i got to this new area and it was kind of hard to distinguish what they look like uh, which is kind of a shame i just i really enjoyed that so you know uh, hopefully it doesn't stay like that hopefully the next areas i can you know it doesn't blend as much and i can kind of pick them out from the background so um yeah hoping that uh it continues to add new environments. I'm really enjoying this new environment so far. and I'm going to keep plugging along. I uh, kind of hit that point with the game where it was like, all right, is this it? Am I going to stop playing or am I going to actually commit and make it to the end? And I've committed. I don't know how long it's going to take, <laughs> but I have decided that old Edna will end the hunt. She will end the nightmare and see the credits roll. So, that may be a while before that happens, but it's going to happen.
All right, so let's move into news. Uh, these are just a few of the things I've seen pop up in my Twitter feed. I just kind of, you know, pick what I think is interesting and just want to give it on, pass it on to you guys. Uh, the first thing that I want to talk about is that Batman Arkham Knight, the PC port, will apparently not be fixed until September. Now, my first thought whenever I saw this was, jeez, September, that is so far away. But then I had to remind myself we're already towards the end of July. But even then, that's two months. I, I mean, especially when we think about the fact that this is a game that should have worked when it came out, uh, not three months later. Uh, for those of you that may not know, Batman Arkham Knight came out, and the PC port was broken. It was hitching, the frame rate was all over the place, uh, mostly just terrible, and the game was just crashing. I mean, it looked worse than the console versions, which, not to get into the whole PC versus console debate, but generally... PC versions have a leg up as, as far as graphics and frame rate. Uh, it was not the case of Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, it was a mess. And it actually got so bad that they've they've pulled it from Steam. You you can't go buy it. Uh, as I haven't checked as of today, but last I heard, you you still can't buy the game. It, they're, they're not selling it because Steam, Steam was getting hit with so many people asking for refunds that they just pulled it, um, which is pretty interesting. It was kind of the first uh, big debacle as far as a game launch since Steam has implemented their refund system, and I guess we see what's going to happen now. Uh, if you put out a broken game, it's not going to be good. Steam's going to pull it. I assume Steam pulled it, or, or uh, maybe uh, Rocksteady or Warner Brothers, but uh, yeah terrible. And uh, I actually owned the game. Uh, I was... Uh, I got the GTX 970 video card for my birthday, and it came with a free copy of Batman Arkham Knight for Steam. I, I was able to redeem my code. I, I was kind of wondering if I still could, but uh, I guess they kind of treat it as a uh, purchase, you know, that was made before it was pulled. So even though it was pulled from Steam... When I redeem my code, I, I still got it. So it is currently sitting in my Steam library, waiting for me to finish my PC. And my hope is that by the time I finish my PC, they will have the patch out that will fix the game. Because <laughs> I would really like to play that game. And uh, it's a shame that it's broken. And if it wasn't for the fact that I already own it for free for PC, I would probably just get it for PS4. But... Got it for PC, so hopefully it'll be fixed by September. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that with them postponing it this far, it's actually going to give them time to do the work to fix it, to actually get it to work when it comes out. So, we'll see. Secondly, um, Activision had two games rise from the ashes, just kind of out of nowhere that... I don't think anyone really expected to come back out, and I don't know that there was a huge demand for either one of these, but uh, 
the first was a bundle set of Prototype 1 and 2 re-released for Xbox One and PS4. I played both of these games and they were okay. Uh, they're, you know, it was fun, but there are so many other games that did it better. Uh, you know, when I think of great open-world, super-powered traversal games, I think of Infamous. You know, that that's a series that I think has really nailed that formula, and Second Son especially was phenomenal. Uh, I thought it was really fun. I didn't play it a ton. I, I played through almost... I, I didn't finish the game, but I played most of it, and I spent a good amount of time with it. Um, but you know, I spent way more time with that than I did with any, either of the prototype games. So uh, it's kind of weird that they released these again. It, it's $50 for two games that, I don't know, maybe didn't even need to come back out. And uh, if that didn't sell you on it, they actually run worse on these on the new consoles now, this re-release. Uh, they actually run slower so, worse performance for a game that wasn't all two games that weren't all that popular at fifty dollars. So if that intrigues you, then go ahead, have fun. The second game is Deadpool. It showed back up on Steam and uh, is for sale again. Now, I'm very certain that I know why this game pop back up, and that is due to the Comic-Con trailer that leaked for the new Deadpool movie coming out. Uh, if you didn't see it, it's Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, not the creepy, I must scream but I have no mouth version of, <laughs> of Deadpool from the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie, but the actual comic book, wisecracking red suit jacked up face version of Deadpool. It looks like it's going to be great. Uh, but the trailer came out, you know, it leaked along with what seems like every other trailer that was shown at Comic-Con on a phone that, you know, apparently people who go to Comic-Con have not bought new cell phones in the last 10 years, apparently. Uh, judging by the quality of their videos that are coming out, I, I don't know why, you know, it, the iPhone 6 is out. The Samsung S6 is out. What are these people using? Uh, if you're going to leak a video, please make sure you have a quality camera to leak it with. But, I digress. The trailer came out, and all of a sudden, Deadpool's for sale again. I see a correlation. Which is fine, you know, I, I never played the original, I never played the game when it first came out, uh, it didn't really sound that great to me, it came out around the same time as The Last of Us, so I kind of feel like it got buried, but, you know, I might give it a shot. Um, not now, don't have a PC built yet, but as soon as I do, you know, I might, it seems like it's a pretty good price, so, we'll see. But yeah, both of those games, uh, I guess three games if you count, you know, Prototype 1 and 2, but it's being sold as a bundle right now. Uh, those games are back. So, if you if you missed them, if you want to give them a shot, again, 
there you go. My personal preference. Uh, I would recommend that you you maybe don't buy the bundle for Prototype One and Two unless you only have next generation consoles. Uh, if you do have the older generation of consoles, I would just buy them for that. They're going to be cheaper and apparently run better. Uh, and it doesn't look like the graphics got improved that much more to justify it. So, there you go. Uh, next up, FIFA. FIFA 16 is coming out next year. And for the first time ever, they are going to have a female soccer player on the cover along with a male player. Uh, you know, this is one of those things that kind of, whenever I hear it, I go, great, no-brainer, why why haven't you done this before? But it's also one of those things that people get mad about for some reason. Uh, you know, it's no secret that women's soccer exists. I mean, let's just, it, it's there. I, I see it as equally boring as men's soccer you know it's it's all the same to me so you know i, I think it's great i uh, i don't know why it hasn't been in there before uh but there you go uh, that's a whole nother conversation but uh there's two versions the for the american usa version it is um, the soccer player alex morgan and for the Canadian version, Christina Sinclair. And on both versions, and then on the international version, it is uh, Lionel Messi, I believe is his name. I don't think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, he plays for Barcelona, and um, he is on the cover. It's actually on the international versions. It's just him. There's no female players on the international version. So there you go. Uh, interesting little bit of trivia about Barcelona soccer that I know. A girl, uh, a woman that I went to um, college with married a guy from Spain, and I just saw on Facebook last week that they actually won a fans competition for Barcelona's soccer team fans. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. They won something to do with Barcelona soccer team, and they get to tour with them on as they go and play their matches. I'm really showing how little I know about soccer. Apparently they won something. Barcelona, not these people. And so they they get to go and do their soccer sports thing against other people. So, yeah, I know someone who's going to be going around with them. So, hey, what do you expect? This is not a sports podcast. It's a video game podcast. All right, and the last bit of news that I saw that was pretty interesting, I just saw those actually just not that long ago, is that Dark Souls 3 is apparently going to have faster combat uh, similar to Bloodborne. Now, I've only played Bloodborne of the Souls games. I have not played Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, just Bloodborne. It's the only one I've played. So I don't really know, you know, how to judge the older combat. I, I own Dark Souls 1. I bought it when it was on Steam sale. I think I got it for like $7 uh, for Windows. I uh, haven't played it yet. But 
uh, I was waiting, you know, to finish Bloodborne before I dive into that. So, I, you know, I've heard that it's slow. I know the whole, a lot of people have a tank build where they, you know, build up their armor and can take a lot of hits and hide behind a shield and just, you know, kind of play the game that way. And in Bloodborne, <laughs> you don't have a shield, you have a shotgun. Uh, it does not encourage hiding. It encourages offense, attack, as quick as you can. So uh, I'm interested to see. Uh, I'm interested to see after I play Dark Souls how the two games compare as far as combat, and then to see what I think about Dark Souls Three having faster combat. Um, yeah, you know, I love the combat in Bloodborne. That's not to say that I won't love the dark the combat in Dark Souls. Uh, I'm really interested to see which one I kind of jive with more. Um, but yeah, so apparently Dark Souls 3 is going to be a little bit faster. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's going to be as fast as Bloodborne, but it is going to be faster. Uh, some of the animations, two of the ones that they specifically pointed out were the backstep dodge and the greatsword swing. So both of those you can expect to be a good bit faster in the animations. Uh, they've also change the way that bows work and it sounds like those can be fired much quicker uh, and actually make them like pretty viable uh, solutions for uh, weapons that you can use in the game so I don't know it's interesting it's uh, it's interesting that Dark Souls 3 is coming out so soon it seems like there has been an endless barrage of Souls games and uh, you know it it's I'm interested to see how how it does. Dark Souls 2 was not met with as much praise as Dark Souls. But then you have Bloodborne, which was. And, you know, a big part of that was Miyazaki was directing Bloodborne and not spending as much time with Dark Souls 2. As I understand, I was not there behind the scenes. So, you know, this is just what is kind of the general consensus that happened. Um, So I'm interested to see what happens with Dark Souls Three, how that comes out is it sounds like this is going to be the end of the Souls games, and by that I mean Souls, the Dark Souls in name games. Um, certainly, I, I definitely don't think that they're going to stop making Souls esque games. They've been on a roll, um, so I'm interested to see where it goes after this. You know, uh, there's probably almost certainly going to be a Bloodborne two. Um, but beyond that, I'm, I would love to see a new IP from them, you know, see if they can see what other themes and settings they could go with. Um, they've definitely done medieval, you know, that's Demon Souls and all the Dark Souls games. And Dark Souls 3 is going to be medieval also. And then with Bloodborne, they've done kind of a gothic Lovecraftian theme. So I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to see where they go with that. And um, that brings us to the end of news and the end of this first podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, appreciate it. If you uh, enjoyed, you know, you can uh, send me an email at dweebjar at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jake Crump, C-R-U-M-P. You know, like the dance, crumping, but with a C. And, uh, yeah, uh, I've got my website, thedweebjar.com. Just recently bought the do- the domain, so 
pretty excited about that. And uh, this podcast is being hosted by SoundCloud, and hopefully by the time you hear this, I'll, I'll have it up on iTunes. So yeah, uh, stop by the website, let me know what you think, and thanks for listening. Come back next time.